This conversation was from August 7th, 2019, when Jesse and I took a trip up to Everett, Washington to visit the Funko headquarter. We end up spending a weekend in um, Linwood, I believe, as well as Bellevue, Washington, as we watched the first showing of Toy Story 4. And it was pretty awesome because uh, in Bellevue, there's a special theater, I guess, for 21 and over people. So that's interesting on its own, watching a children's film or for children's film without any children around. In fact, there's a lot of alcohol and people were serving you at your table or your seat to be exact. And so this episode of what's called this podcast podcast is just revisiting that and just kind of basically dumping all the extra audio that didn't work out. Uh, this conversation was originally for the other podcast, Dating Digital Podcast, about dating in the 21st century, but it didn't really fit. So I'm glad to have this platform at least to put it here. This is basically our review of Toy Story 4, Pixar's Toy Story 4 when it first came out, just talking about the nuance about it as well as kind of breaking it down uh, this interview was done practically or pretty much right after the movie and we got in the car and started driving back to the Airbnb um, so the audio is kind of messed up because it was done on the freeway and I wasn't really prepared to do it so the audio is gonna be kind of janky for the first I don't know first half and the second half it clears up uh, a lot better so yeah Here's another episode of what to call this podcast podcast. The random podcast about anything and everything. Enjoy. All right, so just finished Toy Story 4. And still processing what transpired in the film. I don't remember Toy Story 3, so I need to rewatch that. I remember watching it twice around the time it came out. Um, so I did do that, but I don't remember anything more about it. Um, so watching Toy Story 4, I wasn't quite lost, but definitely the biggest thing of the film was there was the return of one of the main characters from the first two films, uh, Bo Peep. That's the sheep herder, um, also known as Woody's love interest in all the films. And I was wondering why the trailer was such a big deal. Because she's back. And I completely blanked out that in the third film, Bo Peep was actually gone. Like, she was, like, non-existent. I don't remember if they even talked about her. Again, I'm going to watch it again. And she's back, and she's um, a big player in this film. So I'm, I'm here with Jesse right now, and we're just gonna process it and talk about the film. Jesse, what overall, like first initial thoughts, we just finished like 10 minutes ago, 
and walk through a, a labyrinth of a mall to get to our car. Um, so a lot more time to process. Uh, in the in between, um, what's this going through your mind? I thought it was. Um, I thought it was really well. I thought it did a really good job at like um, hitting a lot of good points for kids, especially. Um, like when they did the part about endings and like goodbyes and stuff. Like I, I'm very bad at goodbyes, and so I thought that they did like a really good job at like. I don't know. I like talking about that and like being nice to like even like the biggest bitches. Like that fucking doll was. Weird. You can't cuss on my podcast. Oh, sorry. The doll. Okay, the doll was weird. I'm just kidding. Fuck you. The the doll was like. She Gabby was really creepy. Like I hated her. I was like, this bitch is crazy. Like she's so weird, and I don't like her. And just everything that they did with her, I thought was. Just, it was so nice, and the loyalty that was in the movie, and just like, I don't know, just all of it, all of it was good. Yeah, it's a, a tough movie. Jesse approached it as a counselor point of view, apparently. I was just watching it for face value. I, I didn't analyze it that deep, it was just sad. I mean, it was sad. Jesse cried a couple times. How's that feel, just crying in front of people? It was uncomfortable. That's why I covered my face with my jacket. <laughs> we went to watch it at um, this fancy Cinemark theater. So it's called Cinemark Reserve. If you've never been in one or heard of it. Um, I know some of you may be familiar with the uh, lounge chair. So like where like reclines back and stuff. I swear, I think these chairs are even more comfortable. Like the leather on them were like high quality but the biggest thing I felt like that you didn't feel like that? I didn't think it was comfortable I felt it like it was really uncomfortable okay well two different opinions but uh, they serve you so it's like Cinetopia uh, which is owned by AMC or back in the back home in San Francisco there's like um, a mission something or I forgot what the other theaters are called but basically they serve you food so it was my first ever experience where they did this, uh, where you're in a theater where just a bunch of servers like walking around in front of you while watching the film. So we set that up, and you could buy drinks and stuff, and it's 21 and over, uh, so no one else can, like, basically, yeah, no one under 21 can be there. Uh, so it feels like a very exclusive club. Tickets are a little bit more expensive, but uh, it was kind of worth it. I forgot about that. I mean, didn't add that, add that additional price into uh, consideration when we bought the food. The additional ticket price. You know how I say, I was saying that's that's like $9 more expensive than normal ticket. But luckily I'm a Cinemark movie member or whatever, so it was discounted. Anyways, that was a long (laughs) tangent. I realized, uh, not realized, but I've been diagnosed with ADHD for a while now and I haven't been on my medication. Um, So I get distracted. Anyway, so the movie... Right. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a lot of heartfelt moments. A lot of a lot of feelings there. Lots of back. I don't know. I'm look now. I'm sounding like the counselor. Now you're making me use these words. Uh, but you slice the movie thin. It's like, man, what's like, wow. 
And then, and then afterwards, like, there was a bunch of dedications. Like, there was a dedication to... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not... I'm butchering. Butchering right now. But uh, the actor who played Mr. Potato Heads, he passed away in 2017. So they dedicated this one to him, and they got permission from his family to use his voice. Um, they had a bunch of, like, people like Mel Brooks... Um, basically actors and actresses who've passed away. Uh, Betty White was another one whose voice was in the film. Um, she was, so there were all the, uh, the toys in the closet. You know, those four toys, like the chair, the, so those are all, those are all like the legends and all passed away. So that's what they kind of represented, like the toys that no one wanted anymore. I, had no, I didn't recognize any of the voices. Yeah, me neither. I don't even know how they got the voices, but I guess I guess they have like decades of uh, recordings that they just took. That's fair. So what what was the first time you cried in the movie? Like which part was the first one? And this is gonna be a spoiler alert film. Like if you haven't watched it, I'm gonna have this disclaimer in the beginning. But yeah, if you haven't watched it, definitely <laughs> we're going we're gonna be talking about. It, so obviously you're gonna be hearing some shit, but. What was the first? What was, what was the first gut punch? And I, I can remember. Actually, I don't. I don't remember what um, it was for me. But I know I got really emotional throughout the movie. So what was yours? I don't know. I, I don't remember. I was like tearing up the whole movie. But I think it was when um, when Woody was leaving uh, Bo Peep, and then uh, he was talking to Buzz. And he was like about to leave her again, and I was like, "Woody, what? What are you doing? Like, like one of you needs to like meet in the middle and like do something. Like, you need to end up together." She, she wanted to watch them bang. That's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> she wanted to see a cloth in the porcelain. Oh no, they just like needed to be together because they obviously like each other. So why do they keep running away? That didn't make anything. Anyways. That was when I was like crying, and then he was gonna leave his friends and like his family, and I was like, "Ooh, don't do that either, Woody. Like, you need, you need to be by them. Like, fuck this girl now. Like, not like literally hurtful. Like, see, she just wanted to watch no, the bang. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> like, like ditch her and stay loyal. But then Buzz was like, "No, it's okay. You can go." And Woody was like, "Oh." And then I was like, "Oh my god." And then they all came out, and then I just kept crying. Really, it was really thirsty. Yeah, it was a it was a tough movie to digest. I think more so if you're like a, a fan of the series or fan of uh, the movies, because you know, like in the, in the third movie, from what I remember, you know, Andy obviously is in college now and he gives his toys away to this new uh, girl, Bonnie. I forgot how they met, how their family met, but they're like family friends or something. Um, and then that was like heart wrenching. Like that was like I remember a lot of people were uh, I don't know the right word for it. Not traumatized, but you know, on the lines of traumatized because it was like they knew this was like the end. Like this is the end of the series, um, and you follow these kids, they Andy, his whole life and these toys, and then and then all of a sudden they're just gone. You know. Um, and then a slap to the face of those people, the, the Toy Story 4 trailer came out. And it's like, oh, I guess it's not over yet. I guess we still have 
more. But that's why this film was like weird because it was like ending again and again and again. Like there's like parts, like so many parts in the movie where you're like, oh, we're ending it again, we're separating it again, da, 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 with different characters and whatnot. Um, and so honestly, like I don't even know if the series is over. They can come out the Toy Story Five, you know, the reuniting. They reunited with Bo Peep. They could reunite with Woody again at some point. If they remake another one, I'm not gonna watch it. Why not? It's just gonna be too sad. It's just gonna be like, why? Why am I gonna start something that's just gonna end? Like that's just too. That's that's too much. That's really dramatic. But that's that's not real. Should they just make a spinoff? No, because then that's gonna end. But a spinoff will be like a, a spinoff usually like has a side story character that you're not really attached to and then you just move on yeah but i feel like there's something also like very special about some endings and i i feel like if they make a series or a spinoff or whatever like a tv show or something like i feel like that'll just not ruin it but like make it not special anymore that's what makes it so special when it ends No, I did, but. <laughs> so, I just I feel like they ended it, and then and then that's it. You can't go back anymore. Just stop. It's done. It's over with. Just like don't look back. Just keep going. Find something else to make to end to make somebody else cry. Sounds like Jesse has a lot of uh, separation anxiety or problems in her life that she has to work out. She's. You don't want closure. No, closure is not real. What do you mean closure is not real? Closure is not real. What do you mean by that? I mean, like, if something ends, it's done. Like, that's your closure. Like, that's it. That's final. Okay, this is done. I'm going to move on with my life. This is, this is over with. Why do I need to keep coming back to get the same answers and talk about the same things and beat the same dead horse? It doesn't make any sense. You're wasting everyone's time. Who killed the horse? <laughs> Who killed your cousin? Oh my god. <laughs> no one. It's just like, if there's something that ends, like it just, it ends. And then that's it. And you don't need to keep revisiting it. You just, it ends and it's done. And then that's it. This is a counselor in training, by the way. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> teach your clients. If it ends, it ends. Like, don't come up to trying to bring back the past though. It's over. You can talk about the future all you want, but don't don't dare bring up that past. Okay, that's, that's don't dare bring up that past trauma. <laughs> that's different though. The clients it'll be different, but like in my own personal life, that's how I deal with endings. Like if it's done, it's over. Like don't you don't need to revisit anything. So you had a couple you had a few counter transference watching this film then, is what you're saying. I guess so. Okay. I guess so. Well, I think the I think my first emotional part was just the beginning of the film when he first left Bo Peep. Yeah, that was that was really hard. I didn't I didn't like that. I felt like he could have done something more, or she could have. Done, I feel like they both could have done something and then they both didn't. Like, did you want him to jump into the box, or did you want her to jump out of it? I wanted him to jump in. But Andy really loves him, and they're both attached to Andy, so she could have just jumped out of the box. No, but she said, I'm not Andy's toy. Yeah, but then I would have been like, cool, but like, but 
but like we're friends or whatever they were. Like, so Woody just goes, yo, Andy, but we're friends. Is that what? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what you expected? She's a porcelain, porcelain sheep herder. I know. I don't know. I don't know what kind of boys you hung out with. I don't know any if there are young boys that want to play with a porcelain sheep herder. No, but like... When they have like cowboys and spacemen and all these things hanging around. No, okay, no. But she didn't have to like come into the... Like, play with Andy. Like, Andy could have just, like, hidden her in the closet or something. And then they all would have had Bo Peep. Like, all of her friends still would have been there. She would have had a home. Like, it would have been fine. But, but you said... Remember what you told me about Bo Peep? Why you liked her character oh, so much? Yeah. Okay, okay. What'd, you, what'd you say? That's true. Okay, but I really like... What did you say? What did you say? Did I use the same exact description? Yeah, try to use the same exact descriptor as you used... For Bo Peep, what you said, I really liked her character. Okay, I did. I did really like her. And so, why? What is why? Why'd you like her? Okay, Bo Peep is the girl that you meet in college that was supposed to marry her sweetheart. They've been together for like ever. And then this bitch cheats on her and she's like, oh man, I hate this. I don't like anybody. I'm gonna do my own thing. Whatever. And then she writes off men and then lives with her three dogs and doesn't shave her armpits until somebody loves her. And that's that's why I loved her. That is true. That is why I loved her. But I feel like she still would have been very adventurous and fun. Like, I don't know. That was hard. I feel like her and Woody should have been together, but I feel like she needed that, like, independent phase so she could figure, figure out who she was because she obviously had no idea. She was with Molly, or whoever the girl was. Bonnie. Bon- no, no. Oh, no, no, yeah, Andy's sister. Yeah, she was with Molly. Molly. So I appreciated that. Pop Molly, pop Molly. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, I'm sorry. <laughs> ADHD, I apologize. <laughs> no, I really appreciated that. I, 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 I really loved that, like, feministy independence where she was like, I don't need no one that's been the best seven years of my life. Like, and then Jesse said, she wished that she had armpit hair. No, I didn't. You said that. No, I said she, that she's the girl, that, and then she doesn't shave her armpit hair uh, until she gets a boyfriend. I didn't say I wish she had armpit hair. Do people do that? Do 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 women who have uh, who let the armpit hair grow? They usually wait until they're with a man. Is that what dictates their decision to shave their armpit? Because that sounds against. I don't know. I guess the stereotypes that I've heard. That is a stereotype that I'm reinforcing, but I don't know. But you get the idea. Like, it's a very, like, very, like, I don't know. It's a very, like, freeing moment when you can just be like, you know what? This is fine. Like, I'm cool about myself. And that's what she had, which I really appreciated. Because, like, growing up, like, all the Disney movies, they're like, oh, no, like, all the princesses like need a prince and a man and someone to save me and she was like fuck that I'm gonna do it myself I don't need anyone but my three sheep and my skunk ride (laughs) and I loved that I loved that the skunk ride represented the smell of her not shaving her of her not shaving no I didn't say that Jesse said of her not shaving rampants I don't want to go there because I know uh, PC culture is is tough and trying to make this thing blow off (laughs) 
<laughs> Just kidding. I'm I'm literally doing this for myself. There's no, <laughs> the listeners are not. Anyways, I'm just fucking up. And this car is, has emergency lights on the freeway. And that's the Pacific Northwest, my friends. Just shitty drivers. Um, after oh, shitty drivers. Well, why does he have his emergency light on? Yeah, he should just get off the road if he plans to do this. Okay, well, I need to figure this out because I can't even get around him. This many cars coming. Oh, but this guy's calling the name too. Um. Well, it, it was interesting. Not, not interesting. It was cool. It was cool to see how much Bo Peep carried Woody throughout the film. That was my favorite part. Because then it's always like, oh, the man boy is gonna save the woman. Like, I mean, that's cool. Like, you're into that. That's cool. Whatever. But like, the fact that she was able to like hold her own and help other people, I thought was like really cool. It's like a really fun message for kids to grow up with. Yes. And then I thought he, she was going to fall in love with, uh, with, uh, Kaboom. Canada Man. Canada Man. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is killing it this year, by the way. He has, let's see, he had John Wick 3. Uh, he had another movie after that. What else was there? He'd always be my maybe. He has a video game. He had Toy Story. But he had something else. He had another thing. Oh, I don't remember. That is something big. I don't know. Shout out to Keanu Reeves. Good for you, man. Like, he's such a good guy. I've heard and read about. I don't know him, but he seems like an awesome guy. Um, anyways. Yeah, so I thought that... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of movies do this, where like I thought that Mr. Canada Man was like an old fling or something like that. I thought like that's what it was going to be, but I don't know. I guessed wrong. He was just he was just an idiot. Okay, not an idiot. I'm sorry. He's not an idiot. He was just uh, he was living his best life. I mean, yeah, he was living his best life. But man, that movie. It was so well written. Rashida Jones. Shout out to Rashida Jones. I'm sorry. I don't remember the other um, names. Rashida Jones was the most familiar one. You recognize her as uh, Jim Halpert's girlfriend on The Office. or And she was a Parks and Rec. That's the main character. She was uh, Chris Pratt's girlfriend. As you can tell, I don't remember names and character names. And I, I'm so sorry about that. I don't want to only know her as people's girlfriends. Um, but she helped write it. She was uh, one of four writers that wrote it. Um, and this was the first Toy Story movie without John Lasseter after he was uh, let go from Pixar. And he works for Sony now, I think. But um, And it was so well written. And then there was like Jordan, Key, Jordan Peele and Keegan, uh, Keegan-Michael, or Michael Keegan, Michael Keegan, and then they were characters in there, too, and, and all their parts were, like, like, things you'd expect from Keen Peel. Like, their, their sketch comedy, um, they did cutaways, uh, and things like that, you know, they've never, I've never seen that in a Toy Story film. I don't know if I've seen it in Pixar films, but I've never seen it in a Toy Story film, and it did a lot of cutaways, and that's what they do in Key and Peele a lot, and that's like the new style to grab people's attention. And it had a lot of humor to it, and I really enjoyed that part of the film with all of those guys. Yeah, yeah I really like them. They, 
thought they were like the funniest part of the film. So, yeah, like I said, the film was really well done. Um, but, yeah, just from the romantic side, since this is um, a semi-dating podcast, I don't even know what this is still, but we're still developing it. Shout out to Janie for helping me get a logo out, uh, even if it was just a concept. It was dope. So, um, yeah. It was such... So many layers to it, right? You have... Woody and Bo Peep as the main love interest. Um, you have you have Woody and Buzz and their love interest or friendship interest, but they call it love interest, I guess. Um, you have Woody's attachment uh, relationship with Bonnie through Forky. So the whole yeah, well, the whole movie was motivated through Woody wanting to. Uh, make his human, which was Bonnie now, happy uh, through Forky because that's what it was for him. I don't really think it was the motive. I mean, I think it was the motivation for Bonnie, but I think it was mostly like, <clears throat> like he wanted to be loved by Bonnie, and that's how he got his love was through Forky. But he was so humble about it. Remember, like he hid in the backpack, so Bonnie didn't even know he was with him in kindergarten. He would like do all these things and not get recognition. There is a man in the in the in the Target parking lot in Linwood, Washington, right now, wearing a tail. He might be a furry. He might be looking to bang someone later. I don't know. Um, I don't even know. He distracted me. Well, we're gonna walk into Target real quick. This is our little break. Hold on. You got a friend in I don't think we're supposed to have that song in either. I don't know how all this works right now. Yeah. I was never good at the copyright stuff. Especially when I was doing YouTube. I, I All my videos got flagged for copyright. So I don't I don't know I don't know how it works I just assume I don't know just even hearing the podcast today where you can't even sing like a line of it or not even, even less than a line I don't know I don't know how it works people want their money I get it um, anyways we're back we uh, stepped in the Target real quick and saw a bunch of uh, Toy Story four books and toys and whatnot and um. Yeah, I think I realized a lot of the, there wasn't a lot of Toy Story stuff at the Funko headquarters today. Was there? I wonder if it sold out because of the popularity of the movie since the movie just came out. But beforehand, uh, no one wanted anything. And there's just so many in abundance. So I don't know. Well, um, we're talking about the relationship between the tone relationships, the archetypes. So the main characters, uh, again, Woody and Bo Peep, and then um, you had Woody and Buzz, and then you had Woody and Sporky, or Forky. 
He was a, he was a spork. He was a spork. He was not a fork. Do you ever think of the invention of a spork and how? I I don't think they make sense because the fork part is so uh, short. You can't really grab on anything. It just it's just the spoon with holes basically. Yeah, that's weird. I don't. I've never used it. The uh, the fork part of a spork. So I don't know. How does that work? What did you eat? salad at New Seasons. Um, and it worked out kind of well, but it was just weird. I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah, that's weird. Anyways, the relationship between um, Woody and Forky um, in connection through Bonnie, uh, the relationship with... What's the, what's the chick's name? The, the granddaughter? Granddaughter's name? I don't know why I said Chick's name. I'm sorry, but the granddaughter's the granddaughter's name. Um, I don't know. It was like Honey or Sammy or something. Okay, way off. Definitely Molly? not any other. You should look it up. Molly. Molly? No, was it Molly? Molly is what is? Uh, anyways, uh, so that relationship, and then the doll, whose name was what? Hannah. Gabby. Gabby. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, I can't even say that. Apparently. So we just learned yesterday. Fun fact. Um, okay, we knew Jesus Christ saying that phrase, and I apologize to any of my friends who are Christian. I am Christian as well, but I am a very bad non-devout. Anyway, so our friend yesterday that we met up with, he's a physical therapist, and then he said um, while he was in school, he was working on a quote-unquote patient. It was like a it was like a test, and he was on the wrong side or something, and then uh, he realized that mistake, and then. He was frustrated at himself, so he said, Jesus Christ. You know, like, people make that exclamation out loud. And he got docked 30% off uh, for bad table manners, or what was it? Bad, oh, not, oh, professionalism. Unprofessional. Unprofessionalism for saying Jesus Christ. So, uh, that really, that's, that's going to stick with me. And especially going into the semi-medical field, not too much. Um, mental health field, I guess, better. Uh, I got to remember that, just not to blurt out Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, Jesus Christ had dread, so shake him. I got none, but, you know, so. Anyways, what? so what, what's the name? Uh, I look it up. You were supposed to look it up that whole time? Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> it's not okay. I know, it's not okay. But it's okay. I don't know. Anyway, so while Jesse looks that up, um, yeah, so there were a lot of relationships. There were a lot of relationships in this, and it kind of shows you the depth of how complex things can be. Oh, we just hit this dead end and this house is freaking amazing at this end. Wow. It is hidden. It is a hidden house. But anyways, so having watched that uh, while we're at Target, 
we saw a guy, uh, one of the workers, he was uh, checking us out, uh, the cashier, cash wrap, whatever name people call their people, and he was wearing a sheriff uh, badge. It was more like a sticker. Um, and so I assumed it was Woody, like someone who represented Woody's sheriff Harmony. badge. Harmony, there you go, that was the name. Um, yeah, I was supposed to represent Sheriff Woody's uh, badge. And I, we just asked him, like, oh, did you watch Toy Story 4? He said yes, and he said he did not like it. Like, it was not his favorite. Um, and he said it was his fourth his fourth favorite, meaning is on the bottom of the list. Is I, was that what he was referring? I think so. I think he... So he loved the third one, and I'm assuming he loved the first and the second one, but... Um, he was not impressed with the the fourth one because I don't because obviously this the audience that they were targeting for this one obviously was not like our generation and the kids who grew up with that it was for like other people but I, I found it really funny I, I had some real genuine laughs yeah in it I think especially during the keen pew parts but I can see my hand he almost looked like offended like like the fourth one was supposed to be for like everyone who grew up with Toy Story but also that's how I felt with like the Grinch that came out which one the new, the new one the new one I, I I didn't like it but I understood like that wasn't for my audience or like my like my age group did you watch the Jim Carrey one I watch that movie every year. I love them so much. Really? Yeah, like I grew up watching The Grinch. I haven't seen any of them. I don't even know what The Grinch is. I know he's a green guy. I don't know what he does. Oh. But I'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyways, I so I can see why he was upset. Like he looked like really upset. Like when we when we did you see that? He was like not pleased. Well, he was also I uh, I don't want to guess his age. Seventy. He was like sixty. No, he had to have been in his sixties. So I'm assuming like he probably brought like. If he had kids older than teenagers, he probably, like, grew up bringing his kids there and, and you know, all that, like, nostalgia. I don't have kids, so I don't know what that feels like, but... Yeah, well, definitely when Toy Story 1 came out, it was 96, oh, 5, 95. Yeah, 95. 95. Yeah. So do you think it was for his audience at when they came out in 95, too, <laughs> He's, like, in his 60s. No, but, like, <laughs> I think, like, if you grow up with a series and it has, like, the same, I don't know, like, humor and, like, all that stuff. Like, this was very new age. Like, Bo Peep in 95 would not be this, like, independent person who, like, found herself. So do you think David was sexist? No. No, I don't think he was Is that sexist. what you're implying? No. No, that's just, like, an example. Hey, like, shout out to David at Linwood Target. Was that his name? Uh, I think it was. I, I like to look at people's name tags to try to give them a personal touch when I leave. I'll say, oh, thank you. Name. And and we left that effect on him because he did give us free, um, free Toy Story gear. A nice little hat. Thank you. And crown. Not a crown. What is that thing? Bo Peep's hat. It's like a. It's one of those. Like you know, like Burger King. Yeah, like those uh, paper headbands in Burger King or In and Out, where you just oh, In and Out has a nice one. It's Burger King. We just wrap your head around it. In and Out. Or is it Krispy Kreme I'm thinking of that which nice, oh, Krispy Kreme has a nice one anyways I'll talk again um yeah so he didn't seem to enjoy it 
Um, and then my friend I messaged, one of my good friends back home, I, I said, like, Toy Story 4 hit me straight in the feels. And he said um, it wasn't that good. It was I. Right. He said it was I. Right. He didn't say it wasn't good. He said it was I. Right. And he, that three hit him harder. Yeah. And I, and I remember I haven't watched three in a while. So I got, well, let me watch it tonight. I was not impressed with three. I don't know. Maybe because they had an actual antagonist. There was no real antagonist in the fourth one. Maybe that's what people. Like Molly, what's her name? What's her name? Gabby. Like Gabby, Gabby was the 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 goosebump dolls were were freakier. They were all weird. Gabby was weird. Gabby freaked me out the entire movie. Well, Gabby was antisocial. Oh, she yeah. she couldn't be social. She was very manipulative. She was very manipulative, and I think that's why I hated her. Like I, I still even after she found her happiness and all that like good shit and whatever, I was just like, I don't. But the whole time it was it was it was um, her passion was driven by wanting to be loved. Yeah, but she used that passion in like negative ways. Like she used it to manipulate people to get what she wanted instead of like tapping into like, hey, this doesn't feel good, so I don't want to make anyone else feel like this. Well, she wasn't trying to kill anybody. Whereas like the last movie, like like what's the name, Jolly Bear, Yahtzee, Yolly Bear. I don't know what his name is. Care Bear. I don't know. Oh, I was going to put Lotso. Something like that. Yeah, but with him, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, he was trying to kill them. See? But so. You, no, but you know. Sid was trying to kill them. I uh, uh, Minor Dan. You but know, you, Old Man Minor wanted to. Okay, Old Man Minor was in it for himself, though. He wasn't trying. Actually, he was trying to kill him. He was going to kill him. If no one can. Da, 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 then no one. I don't even know what the line is. Yeah, but with them, like, you know that you're going to get killed. With her, it's like, oh, you're going to pretend that you like me until I get what you want, and then you're going to throw me away. But you never she know. She didn't when that's throw him away. She says, oh, thank you. She wasn't even so polite about it. I thought she hugged Woody. Thank you, Woody. Yeah, but- Thank you for giving me the dream, Woody. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you're a manipulative person, you never know if you're going to be truthful. Mm. Yes. Well. So that is what I didn't like about her. Because you never know if she's just going to be like... I don't know. Well, she got her thing. You don't know if she's going to change, I guess. But she did change. Maybe. She got her voice box. Um, After she manipulated Woody and Forky, knowing Forky was a complete moron. Like, taking advantage of the fact that Forky obviously could not think for himself. And knowing that if she took Forky, Woody would always come back. See, that is what I... I just can't get over that. So I'm glad she found happiness, whatever. Like, it's whatever. But, like, that just really bothered me. I guess she wasn't really an antagonist, but she still had, like, qual- like qualities about her that, like... She's an anti-hero. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's not even... No, I don't think that's even a term. But she was, like, one of those people that, like, you let into your life, and then they just take you... Take advantage of you as many times as they want until until they're done with you but you never know when they're gonna be done with you and that's that's I think that's worse than having someone but you know when she's gonna be done I'm gonna kill you you knew when she's gonna be done she just wanted the voice box and then she was done with them that's literally what happened with the movie I know but what if she wanted more no but she didn't she just wanted the voice box and she got it and she got thrown to the side and then you cried 
Okay, yeah, that actually made me cry a little. <laughs> I actually felt bad. I actually felt bad. I was like, man, why am I hating this doll? Like, she just wants to be loved. But then I was like, oh, yeah, because she's using all of those qualities about her to be negative rather than to turn all of that into a positive. Rather than being like, hey, I'm not loved. I'm not going to manipulate people into loving me. Like, she, I don't know. Whatever. Harmony was just like, meh. Eh. Harmony was a bitch. I will get it. I did not like. Well, why? That's fucked up. Why? Why is Harmony a bitch for being a child that did not want to play with the toy? No, it wasn't that she didn't want to play with Gabby. It was that she wasn't a bitch. She was just careless. Like Woody ran away, and she had no idea. Like she was losing her grandma's toys, and like didn't care. I think that's what kind of bothered me. Like, whoa, Woody wasn't grandma's toy. Grandma didn't even know Woody was there. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Uh, was, I think I'm analyzing this too deep. She was fine. No, that that was how I felt about Gabby. That's all. That's all I could think about the entire movie was Gabby being very manipulative, and that I didn't like that. I just couldn't get over those goosebump toys. Those, those dolls, those goosebump dolls. You know the goosebump dolls, right? Yes. Yeah. Why did I have four of them? That was creepy. I don't know. That was I. I liked. I. I understood later that there were security cameras while their head was turning three sixty. That's yeah. funny to me. They're just in there like security cameras. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, my secret favorite character of this whole film was the the sheep. They were so. I don't remember her name. What was it? Ba. I don't. I don't remember. Do you remember that movie, um, Babe, the little pig? I never watched that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Anyways, Jesse just wanted to watch uh, Bo Peep and Woody Smash. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. I and that's didn't. what it came down to. So, anyways, uh, Toy Story 4, uh, what would you say? Would you say out of the four films, where would you put it? I think it would be Toy Story would be number one. The fourth fourth one would be second and then whoa the second and then the third whoa the third bottom of my list whoa yeah the third one was too long it was just it was so boring i don't remember it i gotta watch it i'm gonna watch it tonight on netflix I also or stars watched it like nine years ago like when i was like freshman in high school so that's probably why i had really short attention span but i just remember like sitting there and like being really excited and then just being like let down I was like, this was not, like, this was, like, we know what's going to happen in the end. Like, why create all of these scenes if we know what's going to happen? Hmm. Like, who are you trying to impress? I don't know. That's what I felt. Well, that's our ranking. My ranking is probably uh, Toy Story 1 on top. <sighs> two, four, three. One, two, four, three. That's mine. But again, I'm being biased. I haven't watched three in a while. I got to rewatch that um, tonight. But if you happen to listen to this, uh, go watch it. If you haven't yet, check it out. See what you think. I know there's a bunch of spoilers, so you probably never listen to it. And this probably is going to be done, edited, probably months down the line. It's already out on Blu-ray. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with this. Pretty interesting talk. I guess. If people are into this, it's way different than a uh, girl squirting having a conversation about girl squirting <laughs> like my coworkers. <laughs> oh man, it's yeah, it's a different talk. It's it's different. So, anyways, that's relationships, dating, digital, people, project, podcast. I'm still figuring out a name. Um, yeah, 
hit the like button, subscribe. That's YouTube. That's not. This is not this. I don't know how to end this. How did you end it? Like farting, farting the microphone. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Have a have a day. Have a have a day. Have a, have a day. Have a day. Have a day. Who says that? Uh, my coworkers. But is that a thing? If it's a thing, I don't want it. I want my own thing. Oh, I don't know. Some principal used to tell um, his kids that because if you're gonna have a bad day, and that's that's your own thing. But I don't know if I like that. I don't know. Say whatever you want to say. Okay, I'm just gonna do that. Every, all my podcasts are just gonna end with um, Jesse giving a boring story, and then people are just gonna slowly just no, have stop the day, listening. Have the day you deserve. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Have have the day you deserve. Hey, have a day you deserve. Peace out.